0: Good evening, my friends. It is uh, Dr. Drill to Making Motivation Podcast. It is almost 9 p.m. on the 28th of December, 2020. Been a busy day for me. Uh, straight through. <clears throat> Worked straight through from 8 a.m. to almost 9 p.m. here. And uh, as is predictable, today was a decent day. It was a good day. You know, I am constantly overwhelmed and I'm, I'm honored to have so many awesome people in my life. I'm also bewildered. It is like... the things coming at me, you know, the, the love, the humor, the, the need that people have, um, when they come in, when they present to you as, as a, as a doctor in physical medicine, um, as a chiropractor. I'll tell you, I, I guess, uh, I feel like I'm very fortunate to have found this profession and i've as I've said before <clears throat> I'm not the chiropractor's chiropractor so i'm a I've always been a a unique bird and I'm not um I'm not the vitalistic. Uh, above down inside out Uh, practitioner who regards the adjustment as a panacea a cure-all I'm not but I do believe that the physical adjustments that I provide and the love that goes along with it you know love is always the secret ingredient right in those family recipes well in my office it's the same thing Man, I give a shit. Sometimes I curse myself because I give such a shit. It's love. You know, it's the most precious substance on this planet. It's all we got. It's all that's going to save us from the dark is love. Some people call it God. Some people call it man-made, you know, beneficence something deliberate. I mean, I'm I'm more in this in the latter camp, but it's love. Genuinely caring for people, selflessness. Putting other people first. I love what I do. I guess the bewildered component comes into play when I I just I think about the 20 odd people who came to my doors today and came with their problems and came with their holiday stories and their energy, whether high energy or low energy, or kind of, you know, how was the holiday? How, what kind of food did you eat? Who came over? Where'd you go? And I get so many different versions. I mean, I get from somebody who is staying in, in, a, in a friend's spare room who recently lost their job and who is a chronic alcoholic. I've got that uh, to the most uh, dream-worthy, uh, fantastical holiday celebration where everybody was able to make it in safely without COVID, and enjoy togetherness, and Zoom calls, and virtual Christmas carols, and it just, it doesn't even need to be the holidays, it's just, there's constant information coming at you. So, so much, and I love it all, but so much that I, between patients, I try to take refuge In the restroom, I'm not taking a shit or anything. I just go in there and I sit and I take some deep breaths and I look at my phone and check some boxes and stuff. Just kind of a nervous habit, I don't know. But it's a requisite step that I need to take in order to just process all this stuff. There's so many stories that have come at me today. I got somebody. Who, against their better judgment, went to a wedding, flew down to a wedding in the Carolinas, and uh, negotiated their way through crowded uh, airports in order to be the present at this ceremony, only to return back to Pennsylvania with COVID. And hand that around, pass that around to their family, and spent almost a week in uh, in the hospital. Yeah, since tested out, tested negative, and quarantined and all that stuff. This was weeks ago, but I got that story. You know, I got people who um, are are telling me about their, their dreams and their ambitions for life and they're sharing with me their stories of COVID and are we going to get the stimulus and a lot of people um, which is being voted on tonight by the way the stimulus interesting how different people see the world By far the most common response to how it was your holiday uh has been uh um, eh, you know low key. Kind of downplaying it like eh, I was quiet. Which is true comparatively, but I don't know. I, I've been telling folks that all the frivolity and all the the hey we gotta be there at two, let's leave at twelve thirty, uh we gotta make a dessert, we gotta have make sure you bring all the presents and pack them into the truck. And, you know, we're going to take the dog. Yes or no. We got a sitter, get home at 11 o'clock at night with, you know, kids uh, in their pajamas (laughs) who wake up when you pull into the house, into the driveway and scream. And I mean, I, I don't miss all that shit. Like I'm glad it happened, but I was cool with having a low-key holiday. Other people, their expectations were, um, rather than a low-key holiday, they somehow thought that they were going to have some knockdown, drag-out, awesome Christmas. That Christmas was going to save the day. Listen, Christmas is just a holiday. It's something you celebrate. It's very special. Whether it's whether you believe that it uh, it coincides with Jesus' birthday. Or just your your uh, religion, uh, respective religion, or it's just about the consumerism and everybody being kids being surprised and and having a nice meal and getting together with people. It's it's just that you know it's something that that we we observe. And the notion that during this crazy ass time that it was going to, that Christmas is going to save the day, like something out of. Uh, The Grinch or Wonderful Life or whatever, all those holidays where um, the good guy wins, saves the day, and Santa arrives in time to deliver your packages carefully underneath the Christmas tree, despite the odds and all the hardships and uh, kissing under the mistletoe and all that stuff. It all happens. You know, that never happened anyway. Those are, that's a conglomeration of things, of good things, ideal things that we, you know, we would love to observe. We would love holidays to be just like that. But that's why, I have touched on this previously, that's why, you know, all these movies, it, uh, they have that standard hero's journey. Drama, hardship, uh, bad luck. We save the day, the good guy always wins. Villains are brought to justice, and they even join us at the dinner table. The Grinch goes down into who's and redistributes the presents, and puts all the stockings back up with care, and everything is hunky-dory. It's a story, my friends. Sometimes we get a piece of that, we get a nice meal, we get a hug from family, and maybe we get a beautifully decorated tree... But that tree and all its decorations and all those uh, uh, ornaments that we take carefully out of the box and and recollect the days that we or where we got that or we picked that up when we went to the Adirondacks so or this is my favorite instru- uh, decoration my favorite um, ornament it's uh, a bunch of blue crabs in a crab pot that we got from. <clears throat> Bethany Beach. We take all those things we put them, we assemble them on the Christmas tree and they depict the ideal. All those happy memories. And it's good that we do that because we need some hope. We need to be hopeful, but we, you know, the world is not that controlled. We can't have that perfect ideal Christmas every year. Maybe we can come close, but I think it's only human that we thought that Santa was going to save the day, but we need to get through this. It's going to take hard work, and science, and teamwork, and humanity, and we're going to get through it. It's just interesting. Watching human beings, man, I am one, and I'm fucked up myself, but... Have a wonderful friend. Just had a perfect storm recently. Loss of family members to COVID. Had some various hardships. Dealing with some, you know, relationship issues and some struggles, like we all have. And uh, using an analogy. First of all, I pointed out something. This is all stuff that I I turned my attention to. So I tell you, I am very pleased with uh, the benefits that I've been reaping from these podcasts. I listened to that guy with the AI on the uh, Lex Friedman podcast. He's brilliant. I learned a lot. I've listened to, uh, as mentioned this morning, Gabor Matei. He's talking sense. You know, I like to listen to people talking sense makes me happy. So the, the little analogy is, or the wisdom is, you know, our worldview, if our worldview is a certain way, positive or negative, or the way we see the world, that dictates the things that happen to us. It colors everything. It's like frickin' rose-colored glasses. Everything we see, the glasses always have full, you know, or if we're pessimistic... Well, then everything's negative, and everything, you know, it's unfortunate that this happened. I can't believe that, or I hate this. I hate that. I'm trying to work that out of my my uh, my daughter. She says a lot of, I hate that. I hate that person. I hate this show. Like, hate's a very strong word. If you see the world like as though everything is negative, well, you hate things, and things didn't go the way the way you wanted. But, you know. So we have a say. We can alter our worldview, uh, at least not our worldview, but the way we, the lens that we peer at the world through. If we do that, we can change our life significantly. Not that we need to be fictitious or uh, be happy when we uh, when when something uh, unfortunate occurs, but it it's a life skill. To have uh, a positive lens through which we look at the world. Also used an analogy um, about uh, you know a friend had so we had some torrential rains. it was a storm that came through la- on Christmas Eve. It sucked, and as I pointed out in the post that I made on Facebook, other people had it worse than uh, than 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 me. So my friend happened to have a flooded basement, and as they went down there and we were trying to see what was going on, to what degree there had been water in the basement there were holes there was water squirting out of the foundation squirting out every which way it was like something comical I imagine like something out of a movie where you plug the hole and it squirts out of another hole and they were taking Flex Seal and spraying it on the different areas and it would, it would bubble up and it squirted back on them. and seal wasn't going to fix it, you know. Um, that is our lives. Our lives are like, you know, when we have too much going on right now in a pandemic and a fucked up political climate and socially uh, climate of, of social uprisings and animosity and just uh, again a lot of it's dictated by the by COVID and by the economy. ...starting to take a downturn... ...and by a lot of uncertainty. But it's like that. It's like a basement that is flooding... ...and you can't plug the holes fast enough. As soon as you plug one... ...another leak spurts out. And so... ...I think the key to that... ...and I'm going to end on this note... ...because I'm fucking starving... Is if our lives are unhappy, if, we're, if we have sorrow, if we are experiencing hardship like we all do, then we just try to fix things as quickly as, and completely as we can. But if we are having chronic hardships, chronic problems, and things keep going wrong um, throughout our lives, at some point we need to waterproof the basement. You know, like we need to to fix this basement, to render it as waterproof as possible so that there's no chance it's impervious to water, which is almost impossible to do, by the way, because water is a universal solvent and anything let stand in water will eventually dissolve. But as best as we possibly can waterproof that fucking basement so that there's a very when it's dry when there's no rain you know dry that fucking basement get the get fans do whatever you gotta do Um, and when things when the creek recedes waterproof that basement and if that doesn't fix the problem you might need to move away from the creek because the probability is very high that you're going to have problems you know sometimes we can't move away from the creek sometimes the water comes you know it's the biblical flood or whatever you want to think of it as But God it's just crazy man I could go on and on about this I'm thinking about empathy I'm thinking about you know those leaks what are those leaks in our lives the people that we're you know, the projects that we have, when we have a little free time, you want to reach out and try to help this person or that person. And is that energy going to be put to good use? Is it going to be squandered? Do you have the resources to do it? You know, when we, we're feeling good and things are going well with us, we try to help other people. I'm a big one with that. And sometimes, yeah, we just, you know, we don't have it to give. But, uh, you know, anyway, not to bum you guys out, but Santa was never going to save the day. Okay. Santa is a fucking story. It's something that we watch on TV to remind us of the potential for good, that we should be hopeful that if, you know, we help others, then hopefully karma will visit us kindly. That we should shoot for the, the friggin' moon in hopes that we hit a star. So these are not... These lessons are not lost on us. They're important. But... Uh, Santa's never gonna fucking jam his big fat ass down that chimney. It was never gonna happen. It's gonna take us... Wrapping fucking presents, buying presents, concealing it, trying to portray to our our ignorant children that thing, the world is a magical place. And I, I think the world is a magical place. But we make it so. You know, we are the elves running around doing all the work. Santa is just some fictitious figure that uh, paints a picture of, a, of a, an effortless uh, sage fucking deity whatever you want to call it that he knows when you're sleeping and knows when you're awake he knows even bad or good So you better be good for goodness sake, you know. So just, you know, you better because if not, then you're not going to get all the things that you want in life. It's interesting. I go on and on about this. I'm fucking tired. Love and respect. It's 9 p.m. I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow.